and we are live. Welcome back, everybody, to Checkpoint episode 56. I had my whole rigmarole like ready to go, and now I don't. <laughs> I blanked so bad. Your number one show rounding up all the hottest gaming news stories of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Vincent DeSantis, joined today by the one and only Luigi today. What? Guys, <laughs> Luigi, guys, this is incredible. Um, James is not with us this week, but he will be back next week. Um, so, where are you, James? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> where is he? Who knows? But today we got Luigi. If you're a video watcher right now, um, for all you audio listeners, Luigi is in Mr. Hollywood Ryder himself's set. So we're calling him the Ryder Imposter today. Okay, he's the got the imposter. hat. Yeah, he's the imposter. You're still you, Luigi, but you're also an imposter today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bring back you, a dead game. I love it. Bringing back a dead game. How you doing today, man? What have you been playing this week? Dude, this week has actually been really good as far as gaming goes because we got the new season of Fortnite transitioned. Sadly, I didn't get Baby Yoda from last season. I didn't. I didn't get to tier one hundred because I just the game it fluctuates. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes you're bored of it. Sometimes you're like vibing and you keep getting victories. It's just mm -hmm. one of those games you toss around a little bit um but i also was playing um i actually did play a little bit of the wolf among us i started Ooh. continuing that game because I, yeah. I did the first two episodes and then i think i took a break because it's best to kind of take a break in between those games but sure. i actually am very much enjoying that i uh, i'm having a lot of fun playing that game so uh, wolf among us that's that's getting a second season that got announced Re recently Whoa. even it's been so long and like fans were wow. stoked so uh, i know that's been teased quite a bit so which is awesome I've not played it yet, though. You've never played it? Oh, wow. No. Um, I was thinking about getting that game Tales of the Borderlands because it's kind of like similar. Oh, yeah. I guess, it's, in the... They're both Telltale games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I haven't pulled the trigger on it, which is probably going to happen today, if anything, because it's on Heck, sale. Heck, yeah. I know. I got, for Telltale games, I've played the Walking Dead ones uh, and Batman. I think that's oh, it. Oh, dude. So those are cool. I, the Walking Dead one, I really got into the first like episode. The first season. Um, that, yeah the first season was really yeah. strong and then i just never got a chance to play the rest of yeah, them yeah. so at this point i'm like let me buy the collection but the collection never goes on sale so i'm just right. like waiting i'm waiting come on when is it gonna go on sale yeah and it never does it's like 50 bucks you get all of them so i'm just waiting for like a 25 dollar range or you know it'll happen something like that it'll, it'll get happen. there eventually so Give this week friday or two yeah <laughs> yeah this week i have not been playing much just because it's been so busy but i have uh been squeezing in a little bit of valorant here and there i know i say that every okay. week but God, I love that game. I'm getting way back into it again. And then Ghost of Tsushima, I've been playing more of that too, um, which has been nice. just incredible. It's been so good. So, yeah, that that's is a, that. That's great. I, I know. Have you uh, have you played any COD in a while? Have you have you jumped on um, COD in a minute? I played a couple like matches randomly uh, with a friend a couple nights ago, but it was like a super short short session. He, you know. When you challenge the the man, the myth, the legend, Vincent DeSantis, to a one v one, you got to respond. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm trash at that game. He destroyed me, but it was a dude. Lot of fun. I'm trash at that game too. Like, <laughs> I, I was I used to be really good at that game. Like at the beginning, I, I would yeah. say maybe the first couple seasons, and then towards the latter half of the year, it just turned into like a sweat fest. And then oh, it's they added always. the Cold War, and then I didn't even buy Cold War. That's how much of a like I just lay low done. under the radar i don't i don't care about the the latest <laughs> game you know i'm just like uh -huh. I'll, I'll you got your fortnite, fortnite. FIFA, you know like you're buying fifa 2021 every single time because you want the latest thing and it's like it's the same game the graphics can't sure. get any better just figures running on a field you mm -hmm. know like exactly but anyways yeah i 
which well, is interesting. I just like to shit on Call of Duty right now because I just don't. <laughs> I don't play the game anymore. So Fair my, enough. My, my buddies love to play, and they're uh-huh. always sending me like invites on PS4, and I'm just like, guys, I don't play that game anymore. I just, I just, don't. I just it, don't play that game. It anymore. could be fun <laughs> in small spurts, but right. Do you know what is not fun? Is our first news story of the day, Luigi. I saw that. Here's what Dad. we got. Activision Blizzard lays off roughly 50 esports employees as online mm-hmm. events grow in priority. And this comes from PC Gamer. Um, a sports business journal report says Activision Blizzard esports will lay off roughly 50 employees as it prepares to reduce its focus on live events in both the Overwatch League and Call of Duty League, which is heartbreaking. Right. The league's. Leagues were envisioned as operating similarly to conventional sports leagues when they launched, with a heavy focus on city-based teams competing in front of live audiences. But the COVID-19 outbreak forced a move to online events, and it sounds like the company might maintain that approach even after the pandemic is over. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a quote right here. We learned a lot last year in terms of how the leagues can be structured for online play, and we'll look to carry forward the best practices from that, Activision Blizzard Sports and Entertainment President Tony Petiti told Sports Business Journal. In terms of timing, it's a reaction to the realities on how leagues have been playing and what resources we need to allocate to serve the league owners, teams, and fans. Live events are still very much a part of both the Overwatch League and Call of Duty League strategies. We plan to bring them back as soon as it's safe to do so and it's logistically feasible. U.S. employees who are laid off get a minimum of 90 days severance pay, health benefits for a year, and $200 Battle.net gift card. (laughs) that's their bye-bye they're like yeah okay we're gonna give you severance pay which is all good health benefits for a year awesome that's great until they find their new job and then as a token of our appreciation take this 200 dollar <laughs> gift card and go but might as well have given you like a gift card to chilies or something like exactly hey. it's the game that they've been working on they're, they don't want to play this game probably when they're home done working on it for 12 hours a day it's ridiculous true. this is very sad for me luigi because I think that these live events are just starting to grow and it hurts that we will like that growth is now stunted when two of the biggest esport games right now are about to like do way less of their live events. You know what I mean? Right. No, bro. The thing about it for me is the fact that they took this opportunity because esports isn't in the news or it's not like trending right now to basically lay off a bunch of their staff. And that just shows you the type of company Blizzard and Activision is like it's it's very sad and disheartening as a as a fan like you would think you would want to take care of your employees because you make so much money these are billion dollar companies here and they're like we're just gonna get rid of people because we're not doing live events right now and i i used to work for blizzard and i used to i did a couple of live events for overwatch and it's fun it's it's like one of the best you know opportunities i didn't know that yeah and it, it it is really it there's a crunch period where they really want you to like focus and everything needs to be done and then there's a time when it's like there's nothing going on. I met the commissioner of Blizzard, and just because of the fact that I've always wanted to say hi to a commissioner, I just went up to him and I was like, <laughs> and I literally said this, and I was like, I put my hand out and I was like, Mr. Commissioner, and I was just like, felt like I was talking to the GCPD <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, and mm-hmm. I was just like living a fantasy world. Nice. The guy looks at me and he's like, my name is Greg, and I was just like, oh hey, yeah, nice like hey Greg, <laughs> how's it going, Commissioner? But yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, sad. It is sad, and then so <laughs> right after we got this news, it was. Uh, the, the total number of employees they lay off, laid off was 150. So it's like it's not just Damn. 50 anymore. It's 150. They added more, and it they wasn't like down. It wasn't like day players. Like these are like salaried employees. That's that's the big thing there. They're stopping here. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, um, the Call of Duty League is happening right now. So it's like like they're in full online production 
because of COVID and everything. But right. the last two years, Call of Duty League has been primarily online. So it makes sense to me that that, that section will continue to be online and they'll continue to grow that. Whereas Overwatch, they fill stadiums for Overwatch. Yeah, they do. Like, they do fill stadiums. Which And they Tons could do that for go. COD too. And they've done it for COD in the past, but these last two years have been online and they've been doing pretty good online. So it's just sad. I, I just want to go back to live events, Luigi. That's just it. That's just it. I'm ready to get back out there. They're coming. I think oh. it's because you're a social butterfly and you just want to go talk to other people, which I don't blame you because I'm be. the same way. Like yeah. I was just in Vegas and I wanted to talk to everybody, you know, exactly. and it's, it's fun. <laughs> you, it, it's the best type of party that I've ever been to. I, this is completely unrelated rabbit hole here, but the best type of party I've ever been to is where you walk into it and you feel like you're the owner of the house that you're at, right? Hmm. And then you're just like getting to know everybody. You're saying hi to everybody. People get afraid to say hi to new people that it just becomes like, debilitating you i'm gonna stay with my own group of three people that have showed up and then maybe we'll start to talk to one or two it's like just go i started a jenga game with a random crowd that was standing next to me just because of the jenga board was already set up sure I, sure I, I literally was talking to this side of the room and then i turned around and i said hey are we getting this game started and i just picked up the first piece and then the guy was like let's do it and then everybody just started partying it was, it was awesome. done it's great yeah that's it's, awesome. it's that's los angeles <laughs> in, a, in a vibe right there uh if uh-huh. you can find it um which exactly. is the best part about living here um, but anyways, <laughs> we got some more news here. Speaking of EA, we got EA Play coming to PC for Xbox Game Pass members starting tomorrow. Is this tar- Which is technically or- today. Okay, it's, it's out. today. It's ready nice. to go. I should have corrected that. My bad. <laughs> no, no worries. So more than 60 of EA's biggest and best PC games like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, and Need for Speed Heat, as well as titles from EA's most popular franchises like Battlefield, Madden, NFL, Command & Conquer, and the sims this is great they're just giving you all these games for huge well for free if you subscribe to game pass on pc which is ten dollars a month or you can get the first month for one dollar which is crazy yeah but that's like if you sign on for 12 months like that one dollar becomes whatever right yeah 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 yeah, i get you it's just the the tease to get you in but i would pay for it i mean meh so here's mm. here's what i got here's what (laughs) i got luigi Okay, when me. I built my PC, a lot of my parts came with like a free month or a free like two months of Game Pass. So I had a lot of months like stacked up when I built my PC. Oh, so nice. I just, I redeemed them all and I was like, it was like six months free, which is awesome. But Wild. Luigi, they hooked me in those six months and now I pay $10 <laughs> a month for Game Pass because it's, they are constantly adding games. And now with this huge EA deal that they have, that is so many more games. And these are like AAA games. They're not like just indie games and just stuff like that. It's crazy out there. So absolutely, this well, is I huge. Feel like, I feel like paying for a Game Pass is a little bit better than paying for like a streaming service, even because mm. you like have access to so many worlds that you can play and interact with instead of watching people live in that world, you know? Yeah. In like TV, but I don't know. I've I just got Paramount Plus, and we'll talk Ooh. about this on Freeze Frame uh, yeah. this Saturday. We're gonna have Vincent on as a guest. Actually, I am. he's gonna That's be right. co-hosting with me and Ryder. Exciting stuff. Um, but Paramount Plus is like comes and goes in waves like i just have been using the app a lot more and it no longer lets me like you know when you start a show and then you leave and you're like oh i'm 30 minutes in you leave when you restart the show it makes you start it from the beginning doesn't doesn't pick up right so there's like no quality of life stuff in there right now it's like bare bones they launched it to get those movies out yeah yeah yeah. and it kind of sucks because i feel like sometimes when like even an app like this like xbox game pass i wonder if they're having any problems because my buddy has stadia and he's been showing me a lot about it. And he was like mm-hmm. explaining to me like Stadia Pro. And he well, was like, it doesn't come with games. It You have to still buy games for it. And I was just like, the difference oh. is 
Stadia is the cloud streaming games, whereas Xbox Game Pass, you I download the game straight to my PC, and they're yeah. available until I stop paying the subscription price. So it's like yeah. oh, that's the okay, nice part. Okay. So it's Although, kind of like PS Plus, kind of right, but they're just uh, free. Yes, except Game Pass's offerings are much stronger than PS Plus. Even though the last couple months of PS Plus has been pretty impressive. Right. Um, I mean, we got Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, crazy. I'm like, no. I got that, that download awesome. ready to go. <laughs> me um, too. I was like, let me get that. <laughs> so Game Pass is also having its cloud service. It's in beta right now. Um, okay. But I think it's a different subscription price and model altogether. Um, but apparently it's been really good. Like it's been pretty strong. So it, it's just another thing that Stadia, like, oh God, Rip Stadia. Picked right. up Rip Stadia. I mean, Stadia is still surviving because there's a lot of people who buy. Like my my buddy Cody, he literally mm-hmm. has Stadia and he buys games on it all the time. He just that's bought crazy. FIFA 2021, so I'm just going. That's this so guy sad. Is invested. He's no, invested. it's sad though, dude. Because when Stadia shuts down, he's going to lose access to all those games. It's gonna it's gonna be heartbreaking. It, did they already announce that it's leaving? Did they announce well, that? Well, in the last couple of weeks, Stadia has one their player base has dropped like over 95 percent of when they launched, which was already Whoa. a small number. On top of that. All the studios that were developing first-party games for Stadia have now left Stadia, and PlayStation has picked up two of those studios now. Wow. Xbox has picked up one of those, and there's like five in limbo right now. They've canceled all their first-party games. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I didn't know that actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm not gonna sign up for Stadia, but I'll have to let my buddy know. I will say I'm though, be, be I like, did do the buying games. <laughs> I did the free trial for Stadia. Worked okay. like a charm. It worked so really? good. Yeah, I played Bro. Laptop Destiny Two like randomly. It was so cool. Dude, that's the part that I don't understand how more people didn't get captivated by that. Like, I can go to Google Chrome, sign in, and then yeah. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like, on my phone, on an iPad, on a computer, like, anywhere. Sure. You know, I didn't I didn't understand why more people weren't, like, into that idea. But... Yeah. Well, it's because it just depends on your internet, too. And I think the people that do pay for higher internet don't mind paying for games. Like, there's, a, there's that that's sort true. of little thing there, too. So, right. there's a lot of stuff. But... Mm. We'll have to see about how EA Play works on Game Pass coming soon. Um, but, well, actually coming today. It's already out. It's already ready. And if you're on console, if you're on console, you already have it. So that's great right. too. Um, but today yeah, we got another know. crazy thing in the morning. In the morning, bro, we wake up to some news of, we, we know that PlayStation VR 2 is happening. But this okay. morning, we got pictures of the controllers of what PSVR 2 is going to look like. So the key, these controllers... Oh. You put your hands inside of them, and they're like, they're, there's like an orb around your hand. I see. I'm looking at it right now. What? Yeah. So it has like joysticks on the side, plus these like triggers on it, and it has like full movement. There's no wires or anything. They're just, they're its own thingamabobbers. And so here's what we got. This is from the PlayStation blog. Following the recent reveal of our next generation virtual reality system for PS5, I'm excited to unveil more details about the new controller that will play a critical role in providing gamers with the VR experience we're working on to deliver. Our new VR controller speaks to our mission of achieving a much deeper sense of presence and stronger feeling of immersion in VR experiences. It will build upon the innovation we introduced with the DualSense, which is the controller, uh, which changed how games feel on PS5 by unlocking a new way to tap into the sense of touch. Now we're bringing that to VR. So here's what we got, guys. The first thing you'll notice with our next-gen VR controllers is the unique design, which takes on an orb shape that allows you to hold the center naturally or hold the controller naturally while playing with a high degree of freedom. There are no constraints with how you're moving your hands, providing developers with the ability to create unique gameplay experiences. Here are some of the features that will be coming to these controllers. Adaptive triggers. 
just like on the dual sense controller which is like basically is like these triggers like they give a feedback so like there's a, it pushes back the triggers right. haptic feedback which is just the rumble finger touch detection which me and james talked about on like episode 10 of strictly casual way back wow which we're it's each finger you it's going to be able to track those when you grab it which is crazy um action buttons and analog sticks so like the regular things you come to expect but dude this is super exciting. This is like the <laughs> jump in VR that PlayStation needed because their last VR was like Absolutely. a couple years too late to the game. Yeah, no, I, I think PlayStation VR definitely was late to the game. Um, they were like the last ones to come out with it, I think. Right. Um, it's not almost very end. But I was, it was so funny that, that you show me this because I literally yesterday was like, yo, should I get PlayStation VR? Like, wait, wait, wait. Like, yeah. You got to wait. Because I saw the... I got the I saw the the Rick and Morty game that they have the for VR like uh-huh. it's like Rick Tastic or something and I was like should yeah. I should I get this and I was like it's should cool. I buy VR it's only like 150 bucks but now you show me this and this just gets me excited because like I see these hands like the the sphere around it and it just makes me think about what the future holds for like you could add lights and you could add projection to where you could eventually have Ooh. like the guns kind of be holographic you know and you're just mm-hmm. like that sounds awesome, you know, and this is kind of first step like that, you know, like, or even like Tron where it's like you turn into a bike because you got the, th- like, yeah, yeah, the possibilities <laughs> are endless with this uh-huh. thing. Um, I'm just excited. I, I I didn't know this was their design, so I'm very, very intrigued. Yeah, this Definitely is like brand forward. new. So yeah. I think we're still a little ways out from PSVR 2, but I'm excited. I think they've learned from their mistakes on their first one, and they're really going to bring it this time, like big time going to bring it. Like I'm Bruh. stoked. I know it looks like it looks like a fun tease. Uh, you're saying it's when does it come out? Is anybody there's like no date yet? No date no. yet. Okay. They just said they're working on it, and this is with the controller. But dude, they showed the controllers already. That means they're deep in development. That's true. What are you That's laughing true. at? What are you laughing at, Luigi? What's going on? <laughs> I, I was just laughing because I was like, sigh that you hit me with so much excitement, and I'm like, I don't even know a date yet. No, we don't. Two years from no now, date. it could be three years. You know, like. But you showed me the design, but it's let's like think I understand about you're trying to figure out the actual viewing experience let's speculate for a second okay playstation we found out about the dualsense controller like we saw the dualsense before the console maybe nine months ahead of time so if we see this if if it's kind of by the same lines maybe in nine-ish months they'll reveal the 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 actual goggles themselves and how they work and then probably another five months after that we'll get the um we'll get the actual release so i say with like in a year and a half we'll get them we'll get them like mid 2022 okay okay do you think that what would you prefer like goggles that cover your eyes or just like glasses that you put on it'll be goggles i don't think we're in there i think we're too early for um (laughs) we're too early for glasses but that would be epic you know what i mean that would be epic i always like to think about the like the most futuristic version of whatever you're you're looking at because it's like for sure i want to sit in a car that drives in need for speed and then it's like the car crashes and then my i'm crashed out in my living room but then it turns out i'm just wearing goggles uh-huh. or glasses you know or something like that that sounds awesome bro i think vr is only going to get better from here oh like yeah the ps5 version of of vr is honestly like the best i've probably seen about it and i've only seen the controllers so that's correct that's crazy i mean i'm, I'm saying right now VR is like drones. We're so early in that technology for drones in VR that right. each step is such a huge difference. Whereas like TVs and stuff like that, we've made those huge jumps already. And now it's like incremental um, differences. So we're still in that huge jump period for VR. So it's super exciting to see. 
And, and honestly, bro, PlayStation is having a great time right now during this kind of pandemic ending, transitioning back to like normality period because they launched Play at Home last month, giving us Ratchet and Clank. And now this month, they're trying to give us 10 free indie games that are absolutely awesome, you know? And on top of that, Horizon Zero Dawn, April 19th. I, I haven't bought that game, so I'm kind of excited that I'd never bought it. Luigi, <laughs> I just, just want to... I need to give you a round of applause on that transition that you just did there. I don't think that was expert moves. That's coming from a man that has done podcasts before. Holy cow. I need to learn from the master Luigi, but <laughs> I'm stoked for these for play at home. What are the 10 games we're getting besides uh, um, horizon? It says Abzu enter the gungeon res infinite Subnautica, the witness Astrobot, rescue mission Moss, thumper and paper beast. Gotcha. And you know what's cool? I actually got a chance on, the, I, I think it was this blog. Let, let me check if it's this link. There was a link that I saw that kind of, yeah, I think it is this one. That had like previews to eat what each game looks like. Yeah. And I was blown away. I was like, yo, these games look awesome. You know, like yeah. these are good. Like even in, um, intro level games, like for somebody who doesn't like video games or maybe struggles to like play hardcore mm. games, like these are games that you could just be like, try them. It's just fun. It's just playful, which is what gaming was originally all about. It's just going into a world and just having fun exploring and trying out all the different mechanics of a game i think these mm -hmm. are great choices I'm, I'm very excited to play these and they're free so it's like a so <laughs> abzu is super chill i've played most of that before that's like just like underwater discovery journey type of thing uh enter the gungeon is a roguelite i've played that on my switch love that rider's wow. a big subnautica guy so and Huge. that's a survival game um right. the witness is like a puzzle game and I'm not sure about the other ones, but the witness dude, the is on witness my list. Is the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the on my list. Is, I'm no, I'm like, dude, this just the little shot of the map they have. I'm like, that yeah. looks super fun to explore. That was um, on PlayStation Plus like six or seven months ago. Where, so I claimed it, so I have really? it. I just haven't played it yet. But I, dude, I, the, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that the big news is April 19th we get Horizon Zero Dawn for free, which oh, is like yeah. a flagship PlayStation title. So it's smart moves though, Luigi. Do you know why? It's because why? the rumor is that Horizon 2 comes out at the end of the year or beginning of next year. And they have a trailer Ooh. for that, but we have no release date yet. So it makes sense that they're giving this away to get people hype for the second game that's coming out. What? Exactly. Exactly. It's all in the marketing. They're giving away this game, and it's strictly for advertisement. They don't care about giving it away for any other reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this next article here. It says Sony is shutting down the PlayStation community service next month, right? And yep. this gets me to speculate... Are they releasing Horizon to kind of shudder the fact that they're closing down these community service? Well, the communities has been a joke for a while. Like, I okay. think it's been a big, a big joke in the PlayStation community because it, they really tried to push it through the PS4, and okay. it never took off. It, like, never I'm happened. in some communities, but you can click on that communities tab on a PlayStation. It takes 10 to 15 minutes to load into that community to see Ugh. what's going on. And you're like, forget it. There's no reason to do it. It was slow, right. clunky. Um so it's not that big of a deal. And they've here, if you want it, you could take this one, you take this one. Cause there's some interesting stuff in there. It just says Sony has announced that it is pulling down the shutters on the PlayStation 4's community service. As of April, the long running dashboard feature, which allows players of particular games to build forum style discourse, share screenshots, form parties and other activities under the banner of specific titles will be no more. The announcement was made on the official on the official PlayStation site as part of a general update about the changing face of the PlayStation 4 platform. 
both PS4 and PS5 will allow for direct messaging, along with the public sharing of content guides, live streams, and tips for specific games. The PS5 in particular having a slow a slew of features built around game-based communication, so it seems inevitable that Sony would start sunsetting some of its older social features. So basically, they're just improving it for PS5, and then base, they, it, Sony just wants you to buy a PlayStation 5 now. That's yeah, they all do. they care about. That's all they hey. care about. Like, <laughs> also keep hitting me with ads on my PlayStation 4 that, that is like, buy all these games. They come with a PS5 version, and I'm yeah. like, stop it. I'm happy with my PS4. I like <laughs> being in a hangar. You know, with tons of other planes while yes. my buddy tries to sleep. Right. You know, he can hear it. He's texting me, hey, can you keep it down? I tell him I can't. I'm wearing headphones. I can't keep it's it lower than the vacuum, this. the this vacuum is, airplane the... <laughs> that is the PlayStation 4. How's the PlayStation 5? Is it completely silent? Like, are you just playing? Dude, I'm silent? telling you, if you don't have a disc in the machine, it's dead silent. If you have a disc in the machine, you can hear the disc kind of whirl, but it's okay. nowhere near the, the, absolute jet engine that was the playstation 4 so the it's velocity, super nice the velocity yeah. of the freaking fan they have it like just, it has this airflow that's why they these plates are on the side of the playstation 5 because it lets air through it and so it's like super quiet which is cool i like that i like yeah. that mm-hmm. also if you're interested in getting a playstation 5 or an xbox amazon is doing a huge drop tonight from 6 p.m to 8 p.m tonight uh that's pacific time i don't know what time it is your time but if you haven't found one yet I did just get my stimulus. Oh, we just got that stimmy money ready to go for that PS5. Let's go, baby. I got that PS5 money. Go. Okay. We got one more PlayStation article for you. We got a lot of PlayStation articles tonight. Dude, right. Um, I was just thinking that. I was like, PlayStation really topped off this week. I like it. I mean, but Xbox topped off the beginning of the week, but we kind of, it was that Game Pass stuff. Here we go. This is reported by Arts Technica that 63% of Sony's full game sales for the 2020 calendar year came via digital downloads rather than games sold on discs at retail. Okay. Now this is something that we've been seeing for years. This is, there's been a huge trend in more digital games, um, like being sold versus physical games. But Luigi, I have a question to post to you. Okay. Here we go. Do you think that this rise in digital sales this article right here argues that it's because of COVID, whereas I would argue that we've seen those trends for months happening where it's more digital games, more digital games. What do you think is going to be the future for physical games? And like, how do you feel about this? I think that this is that's a very good question because that's what makes that GameStop movement with the stock market so interesting because GameStop is mm-hmm. one of the last flagship like companies that does physical games where you can go into a store and literally just sit and, oh, I want to buy this game. I want to buy this game. And I, I agree with you 100% that the digital market was already much bigger than pre-COVID era. There was already t- – I bought so many games online um, just because I didn't want to go and bother with trying to go get the physical or it was – honestly, you get a much better price online yeah. than you ever yeah. do on, on with physical copies. Even Tales of the Borderlands, it's $15. And I was like, should I buy this? And then I was like, let me look up how much the physical is. They're still selling it for 55 bucks. And so I was huh. like, oh, crap. Fifteen dollars, yeah. fifty-five bucks. Like that's a that's a no-brainer, you know. Right. Like if I can get it right here, and all I got to do is wait a couple of hours while it downloads. Obviously, you're going to do that. PlayStation shifting from a disc to a digital version of their PS5 absolutely changed the game, in my opinion, because they were leaning on that. Going, there's going to be people who don't want discs anymore. They don't want to deal with the hassle of discs. And to me, it's like I personally would do that if I hadn't already had a collection of discs. You know what right. I mean? Like if I had yeah. if I had just started gaming when the PS5 came out and that was my first console, I'm going the digital route. 
because mm-hmm. it's just easier. It's, it's less hassle. And yeah, I'll support GameStop in the stock market, but I'm, I don't go to the store that often unless I'm at a sure. mall and I just happen to be like, oh, there's a GameStop. Let me stop in for a sec. Mm-hmm. You know, but it doesn't yeah. happen. It doesn't happen as often as I, I'd say. Literally all of my games right now is I love steelbooks. And so like I'll continue buying steelbooks for sure as we go. Um, like I'll continue buying steelbooks for games that I want to buy steelbooks for. Other than that, digital. I'm going all digital because it's just easier. It's faster. I can switch between games. I don't have to worry about the discs anymore. Um, right. But I'm a sucker. Ryder, let me let me tell you what Ryder just told me because he's screaming over here. He's, he Ryder, you, Ryder, come on in. Ryder, come, <laughs> come on in. Speak to the Ryder, mic. Just, just say it. Yeah, just come and speak here. to the mic. Here he, we he go. Want, I was I was thinking the same thing. I was like, 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 bro, you're right here. Just jump in. Yeah, yeah. Listen, like I used to do midnight at GameStop. You know what I mean? Like, oh heck yeah. Ticket at 6 p.m. And then you have to go at 9 p.m. to wait. It's and the best. Midnight, you get it. And then it takes, what, two or three hours to download? Sorry for yep. cutting you off, but I can't hear you. Uh, like two or three hours to download. So you're playing the game at 4 a.m. When it's like, just download at 9 p.m. And you get the game, you can play it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're right. You're right. Crazy. My no. thing about going out and like being in the crowd is that you build more excitement for the game. And I understand that. Totally. But it's yeah, just yeah. like, I also don't like to go and put clothes on and go outside and put effort into doing things. So I'm totally. one of those people who would rather just stay home. <laughs> and I mean, that is something that I'll miss is like those late night, like hype, like, oh my God, we got to go to GameStop at this time. We got to, we got to like, we got to get in line so we can get the game at midnight. Super fun. But you know what? The game's launch at 9 p.m. And so it's like, if you get in at 9 p.m., it'll download by 10. You're ready to go and you're off to the races. So right, we will see. It's just crazy because like, Gaming right now is huge in America. Like uh, it says, I, we have this article here that's talking about the ecosystem of gaming in 2021, and it says here there's 177.7 million monthly gamers in the U.S. this year, and that's 2021 already. Yeah. So it's like 2020 even increased only by 1.1 percent because gamers are consistently just staying. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't. Nobody just one day decides to be like, I'm gonna stop gaming. I'm gonna stop you know, buying games or I'm going to stop trying to play cyberpunk, even though it crashes every time. I'm not going to stop because I can't, you know, it's just a, like, I, I love, I love to play games. Like even, right. even just board games, even just like card games, even just like slots at the casino. Like I'll, I'll do it all. Cause it's just like <laughs> that, uh-huh. that little, that little like high that you get whenever you finish a game that you've played for 80 hours and you actually feel like the story delivered on the experience and the time you put into it mm-hmm. it's fascinating like you 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 fall in love with the experience and you're like i, I would do this so many more times you know i, yeah. I would do like that's why i love video games because it's sure. compl- it's so separate from anything else like you, movies is one thing you sit in a theater you're taking an experience you know, you, you go on a date, you meet a new person, right? But gaming is a solo experience sometimes, or even, you know, if you get yeah, online yeah, with friends, sure. it can be. But I like adv- solo adventure action games where it's just you controlling everything. And it's like you really let yourself get taken in and the role, like Batman. And Batman, right. uh, any of the Batman games, if you ever play them and you really let yourself Best. become Batman, it's so much fun. So this much is fun. blowing my mind right now that – this figure you said, 177.7 million, amounts oh, yeah. to 53% of the population plays video games. Now, it's probably not, obviously, some more consistent than others. I'm assuming that right. this this margin is like people that have played a game in the last however many weeks, whenever they took this, I don't know, whatever this is, like a census or whatever the hell. Right. Um, <laughs> but 53% is crazy, dude. That's right. crazy amount of people. But That's like one... 
out of every two people, you could literally be like, hey, do you play any games? You know, this girl yeah. asked me, she was like, do you play any games? On, like, do you have any games on your phone? And I was just like, yeah, I have some. She's like, yeah, me too. And like, you can just connect with the people like that. You know, like, hey, you got any games on your phone? Luigi <laughs> hey, comes around. He's asking people like, he's like, crush too. he's like, hey, you got any games on your phone? That's, that's Luigi's pickup line. That's how he starts every conversation. It's, it worked. It worked hey, on me. The girl tried it hey. on me and I was like, eh, You're like hey, hey, let's do it. Let's try it. That's, that's nice. my opening on, on Tinder. I'm like, you playing a game? Girls that... be like, I'm always playing games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Luigi. Here we go. The most popular devices for gaming are is mobile, which is crazy. So that's, oh my God. Wait, what is this? The, mobile is the most popular device for gaming. We expect 159.1 million US monthly users in 2021, wow. reaching 89.5% reaching of all US digital gamers. So, Okay, here we go. 50% of the population is playing games. 90% of that 50% is playing mobile games also. Also, wow. like on the same time. Desktop and laptops is the number two most played device with 98.4 million people of that 55% of US gamers, which is ridiculous. It is that's ridiculous. crazy. I'm telling you, bro, the gamers are the biggest community. Like that's why... You know, power to the players, you know? That's what oh, people nice. say. That. Nice little GameStop, you know. You know, a little power to the players. Nice. I invest, you know. You know who I am. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> How's your stock doing, by the way? Are you still holding that? Or did you sell that? Uh, to be completely honest, I'm still holding it, and it went way up this week, which is incredible. I can't I think believe I, I'm so happy. It, it hit it hit like 295 again, and I was going to text you and be like, you should probably sell it and then just buy back in, buy two when it yeah. drops to 100. I know. Even... I think we're down to like uh, just above 200 right now, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. something like that so that's good that you're playing it and you're playing yeah. the game that's awesome of course. always gotta play the game luigi something else happened this morning as well what's up here's what we got square enix had a live event okay and we got two it. we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff in here that is not even worth saying because if you are into that you've probably heard about it by now but here are the two big things that we got today was life is strange true colors and our avengers roadmap luigi oh have you played any life is strange I have it downloaded. Okay. I have not played it. I have recommend you, you played I've it, I played the first season of Life is Strange. It's episodic just like the Telltale games. So you can oh, kind okay. of play it in like or it's like chapters I think in that game, something like that. Life is Strange is super emotional though. It's heavy. It's mm -hmm. not like a lighthearted happy game. It's very very good though. Super story driven, super like cinematic even though it's in a cartoon style. Okay. Um am I going to cry? Is there You might you might, dude. It, it hits. It hits hard. Oh, for sure. I like so that. I, I like that. There's Life is Strange uh, 1, 2, and then they did Life is Strange something else, a newer game. And then I guess True Colors is coming also. That's that's a okay. lot of Life is Strange. That is a lot of Life is Strange. I'm more interested in this Avengers roadmap because I still haven't bought this game. Here we go. And it's a big, I want to hear about it. It's a big day for Avengers today. Today is the next-gen update for um avengers which you get 4k 60 frames per second on consoles if you're a pc player Ooh. you're probably still not playing this game not a lot of people are playing this game and i'm a little scared i'm a little scared luigi not only did the Why? next gen thing come out but hawkeye dropped today also in the game oh. so I, I go on to twitch to check it out how many people are watching only 2.5 thousand people are watching avengers right now which is nothing that is nothing on twitch that which means that nothing this huge drop this huge drop today did not do it for them, which is so sad. I was expecting that number to be in the thirty to 50,000 range to actually get some hype in there. It did right. not at all get the hype. 
Um, I'm still going to be playing this week. I'm excited. My thing is, it's like, why drop Hawkeye when Hawkeye isn't as exciting as like, have they dropped Spider-Man yet? Did they already drop Spider-Man in that game? No. In Avengers? They Not yet. Spider-Man. They, they, that was one of the biggest hypes, wasn't it, for the PlayStation? Like, get it. Because it's exclusive. Spider-Man. It's exclusive. It, apparently, that'll come next year. Not even going to come the rest of this year. So here's what? the roadmap. Here's the rest uh, of the year's roadmap. Okay. We I have, I got to zoom in. I got to zoom into this dang thing because like the picture's so small. Today, we got Hawkeye and all that good stuff. We got the whole next gen update. This spring, we'll be getting the Tachyon Anomaly, which is basically just a reskin of missions with different Iron Man suits, which is a little bit sad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. A little bit sad. We get a Red Room Takeover, which is enter the Red Room with new themed Harm Room content. So again, a reskin of different content, different color, different character with no new character, which is... Again, you don't have a lot to look forward to this spring at all. But this summer, we get a new villain sector, which is good because a big critique of this game is the lack of villains in it. You also get a new patrol, which is like, patrols like the bigger missions that have a little more place to um, like wander around and like explore, I guess is kind of what I'm saying. And so there's that. But the most exciting part that they ended this with is the War for Wakanda expansion, which comes in the end of the year in which you get Black Panther. It's a whole new world. You get to play on Wakanda, new story, new faction, enemies, new villains, which including Claw, which is very cool. Power lap, cool. power cap increase, new hero outfits, new outpost, all this good stuff. Um, and they promise, they promise to have balancing tuning, gear progression, collectible comic system, better matchmaking, better progression, better outfits, better multiplayer, and more Omega level threat missions, which is just the hardest difficulty, I believe. So it sounds like they're actually trying to put some more stuff into this game, but I'm, I don't know. We'll see if it's worth my time because I'm ready to get back into destiny. I'm worried that they're going to get to the time when the Wakanda stuff comes out and then their audience is just going to be like, oh, cool, Wakanda stuff. We'll jump in for a week and then we're back out of it, you know, because nobody really's into the game. Yep. It's, it's, it's sad because like, we have in our chat someone saying they should have put Wanda in. And I was like, that would have been a cool, like, side-by-side side with the show because it would have built so much hype. Mm-hmm. This Red Room takeover, I thought, for a second, was Wanda something. Black Widow. Like, yeah. Widow. See, like, and it, it just seems like they're playing it safe with this game. And I really wanted him to, like, take it to, like, an Ultimate Alliance-type situation where it's like mm-hmm. you can play as, as many different Marvel cool. characters as you want. And you I think know? that's their goal at the end is to have, like, uh, all those characters. The problem is... They did not hit hit the ground running. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. They did not hit the ground running. What you said right there is like when the Wakanda expansion comes out, the people are going to die off after a week of it. That's what's going to happen right like starting today with Hawkeye. People are going to play the Hawkeye content. And even with this roadmap, there's still nothing that is going to bring you back in spring. These spring stuff are just – it's just reskins of old missions, which is sad. What they needed to do is, like, you know how Injustice 2 really built out the customization of the characters? So cool. Like you could, it was awesome, right? Yeah. I think Marvel or Avengers needed to do that, where it's, like, super customization, and it's, like, the multiplayer gains you the access to more features like that, more mm. customizable outfits and stuff. Because, like, people play games because of the outfits and the characters that you can play as the avatar that runs you through the world. That's yeah. why I love Fortnite, because yeah. they added all of these so many new worlds right that you were just like whoa i got a habit now now uh, laura croft is in the new season and you're just like holy crap like i i love laura croft and and it's just 
exciting stuff you know like that yeah. they know how to keep a game fresh and still change it and i feel like square enix i thought would be able to do a better job of that but kingdom hearts 3 mm -hmm. I, I still haven't played and i Me was neither. a huge kingdom hearts fan i was a huge yeah. kingdom hearts fan, and i still haven't played the game and i don't know if i will anytime soon because people told me it was a, it's a little disappointing and i was just that's like, what i heard too which is sad Damn. Yeah, because the first and second one slapped the shit out of you. Dude, so oh my good. god. You're like, Kingdom oh, Hearts Goofy, Kingdom Hearts 2 is literally probably one of the best games of all time that I've ever played. It's just the best. Yeah. Back on the Heck PS2, yeah. dude, yeah. oh my god. Fine, I'll tell the story. Why not? On my PS2, my save cards wouldn't work, like my little cartridges. And so I had to restart Kingdom Hearts 2 from the beginning every single time because I didn't have enough money to buy a, oh. a new save card. So I would literally start it over and try to get as far as I can one day and then try to beat my progression the next day. But who had time to play the whole game in one sitting? Hell no, that game's long. That game's long. It's like 60, but 70 hours. That opening cinematic of Kingdom Hearts 2, chef's kiss, masterpiece. Oh, dude. Masterpiece. There's, there's so many good moments in that game oh, that, yeah. like, I feel like they told me with the third one, there was a lot, there was too much cutscene, not enough, hmm. like, gameplay. And I was just like, really? Like, he, my friend was like, yeah, it's more like I was watching a movie instead of playing a game. And I was Dang. like, that's sad. <laughs> that's really <laughs> sad. Um, but anyways, speaking of Fortnite's new season, Primal, it did drop this week. And we wanted to touch on a couple of the changes they added um, here for the game. They actually added new weapon mechanics. So now you can craft better weapons. You you start off with all these Primal-type weapons, Primal shotgun, Primal uh, AR, which is just a heavy AR. But mm -hmm. they added bows to the game, which give or take, you can actually, you know, it's like a sniper's. You can actually take some people out. I've taken out a couple people with a bow. And it's very satisfying when you kill somebody with a bow, actually. Okay. Um, which is nice. Um, but what I don't like is the primal start of the weapons because you got to go kind of go and gather the items to craft and sometimes you don't find the best of And I'm not a huge fan of the heavy because okay. it kind of shoots off instead of directly like, you know, centered. Sure. So there's that. But um, massive changes to the map. About 45% of the map has changed. There's a okay. big um, like four or five new lands that they added, new areas that you can play on. And the skins, like I mentioned, Lara Croft and Neymar Jr. is the secret skin, this this battle pass, which who who's asking for a soccer player? But <laughs> my question to you now is, did this revitalize the audience? Was the audience always there and it just kind of stayed the same? Or is this the time to jump back into Fortnite? Here's here's what I got to say, Luigi. This is, this is coming from someone that used to love Fortnite. And now okay. I just don't touch it anymore. I really okay. like it's not even downloaded anymore. Right. Is I heard that there was a single player section to the beginning of the game, like beginning of the season. Did you play that? Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's I would say maybe like five to seven minutes, but it's really cool actually. Um, so I want to I want to try that. That is enough to bring me back in. But I could care less about doing the Fortnite battle royale right now. That's the thing. Right. Also, the cutscene at the beginning of the season was directed by Joe and Anthony Russo, which is super, super oh, sick. What the heck? Yep. That's awesome. Uh -huh. You could tell because they they have all the – I don't want to spoil it for you, but basically sure, they have a, a mesh of all of the different skins that they had, mm -hmm. like, you know, the Predator, the Alien, the Terminator, and it becomes like an all-out war okay. um, of them basically just being there, like kind of defending the zero point. And then um, it's actually really cool, the story that they did, because – it drew me in personally as a fan when I when I say it revitalized it did revitalize it for me because personally I didn't get Baby Yoda last Battle Pass so I was that's like that's, 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 that's kind of sad that I couldn't beat it to a hundred because I usually love this game and that would have been something normally that I would have gone for but 
they went back to giving you a full skin at the end and it's it's okay the, the skins this year uh this battle pass are good they're not like some like we've seen other battle passes but they're not bad okay. skins by any means. yeah but i guess i have like for me yeah. i bought the battle pass in valorant this and i know valorant's not a battle royale but it's still like nice. something i'm working for working right. through progression and i would way rather work on that progression than to work on fortnite any sort of fortnite progression so what i'll probably do is download this thing play the single player thing and then delete it again because i kind of want to experience it i kind of want to see that so i don't know but rider and chess is was keith or sutherland in it as well voicing the villain i am not sure that's a great question i have no idea that's a good that's a great but question yeah. i'll make sure to reach out to epic for you i'll send them <laughs> an email right after this show don't also worry. um the person that designed the laura croft skin i met her super dope super cool. where super cool on twitch dude twitch is a crazy well, place twitch is a crazy place that's i love that love Twitch. i love that here we go yeah. luigi you had to take this one because you're hype on it okay you're my thoughts have already been out there and so i need your thoughts right to be out right there. i just i'm just jumping into the roblox hype the children's platform toppled at 45 billion on its first day of trading it dipped a little bit and i think now it's back up to like 80 Eighty dollars. I might. I might be wrong on that. I can look it up. I think the last time I saw it was like seventy-seven. But it's just. It blows my mind, dude. Roblox is gonna keep getting bigger. Which I was more looking at this as a a question to you was like, should should I invest? Because I feel like here's how we know. Here's how we know to invest in this. Okay. okay. I played Roblox back when I was a kid. Right. It was on. I played on my computer. I played with my friends all the time. We went on these little stupid little escapades on Roblox. It was a good time. I, I did not know Roblox was around and kicking until my nephew came over one time on his phone playing Roblox. And it looked Whoa. way better than when I was used to play Roblox. I'm like, they've been working on this for 15 years, making it better. Six, <laughs> like 14 years, right? And it still has a player base like of little kids that are like fiending for these Robux. I was like, right. this is crazy. Roblox is going to go up from here. I don't think it's uh, going to go down. Uh, yeah, I was thinking if you can get under a uh, hundred bucks like you could probably make some money so i'm thinking about investing but i i'm i got some other stocks that i'm currently looking at right now that uh i'm hoping those do well within this this week it's been a, a little bit of a red week this week um hopefully tomorrow's a green day um end the week strong but it could be a That's sell-off right. day because it's a friday but could be anyways we'll see. enough about that i'm excited for this among us map coming march 31st the airship i i play among us sometimes actually by myself just because i actually enjoy mm-hmm. i i just want to be the imposter for like one or two games <laughs> i hate being the imposter i hate among us guys i hate it i, I it really? annoys me so much i get so frustrated while playing that game i don't know why i i think it's fun if you're the imposter if you're just running around yeah. with the rest of it sometimes i like to call myself you know what i do like to do this is mm. this is a secret of mine yeah, yeah i like me. to when people play it on twitch I'll join their Among Us game, and then I'll put myself as a celebrity's name, and then I'll just play the persona like as a fun. Like one time I was Chris Pratt, and I was just like making all these dinosaur jokes and just like dicking around as Chris Pratt. And then like everybody got into it, even the Twitch streamer, and I was watching it. It was fun. Like that's awesome. That's super fun. It was was a good time. So so I can see that's when I like to play. But I do like that. Also, Procatulu in chat brought up real quick. That Roblox will never be as big as Minecraft, though. I do agree with that. But I still think yeah. Roblox can be huge. Um, Heck yeah. Next up on Random Fun Stuff is Star Citizen reaches $350 million in crowdfunding, and the game is still not out. It is the highest paid crowdsourced 
game and it still hasn't released. Wow. And the single player portion of this of Star Citizen was announced in 2016. Mark Hamill's in it. It's huge. It's freaking big. Still not out. Still not out. And it's probably not going to come out for another two years. Star Citizen will never finish. It will never release. It's going to keep crowdfunding until they until they stop supporting it. And you don't even need that much money to build a good game. Like it's kind of ridiculous that they haven't come out with anything yet. Have you seen? Have you seen? No, you can play it. You can play Star Citizen right now. But it's it's not. You can't like. It's not done. It's very much they promote it as a beta still, and it's been in beta for Uh, however many ten years, but it's never going to come out of beta. That's weird. I mean, Fortnite came out of beta. I don't. I, yeah, I, yeah. Sure. I'm surprised by that, but like, Star Citizen, I've never even heard of. So I'm interested to check it out. See what Star, that is about. Star Citizen is insane, dude. The 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 thought of Star Citizen is incredible. It makes me want to buy it, but I know it will not deliver on what they promised because there is no like, there's nothing there right now. It's right. you have a ship, you can do anything, you can travel to any planets, you can own your own apartment, do this whole thing. Like all this crazy stuff. And Prokulu says, uh, think of like the Unreal Engine, all their changes in the past five years. Oh, the problem is technology keeps changing. Yeah, totally agree. This is an ambitious as hell project. And every time they release their like every year, they release a video of like, this is what we want to implement. This is it. I get so excited about it because I'm like, really? this is a game that I could dive into and like live in. Like this would be That's it. Cool. But the problem is it never, it never, it never lives delivers. It yeah. never delivers. Ah, that's sad. That is sad. Um, It's crazy. Mm. yeah all right final thing on random fun stuff luigi hit us sony has announced that it has acquired the evolution championship series better known as evo the world's largest fighting game tournament so sony wants to get into the live events that's fun i guess they want to increase their live events maybe this is big for the fighting game community because the evo championship is like large so it's okay. there's no details on this at all. Like this headline is the details that we know. All we know is that Sony acquired them. So I have no idea. Like if they're going to be doing live events or they're going to be doing online events. But regardless, having a Sony branded tournament now instead of just the company brand is pretty big. That's huge marketing thing too. You just got yourself a shark in the gaming yeah, world, exactly, or and just in the in business in general. <laughs> As if Sony's they needed dick. that, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's if, cool though. Yeah. So good, good stuff. You guys, that was episode 56. Luigi, close us out. Oh my gosh. That was that was the best episode of Checkpoint that I've been on. Whoa, that's ever. you've been on. This is only your <laughs> second episode so exactly. far. I okay. love being on Checkpoint. I think it's fun talking about video games. I get it passionate when I talk about gaming because I do it so often. So There you go. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and being live with us on Twitch. For everybody on Twitch, thank you guys so much for chatting it up. We're going to have our post show after this just to stick around for a little bit, talk about some stuff. If you're listening on audio platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podcast Pandora, Amazon Echo, there's so many of them. You, you could be unlimited. listening on one of them. Hopefully you are. Or maybe you're tuning in on YouTube. We hope you subscribe. We hope you like the content we're making here at Strictly Casual. We enjoy making it for you. And we love having you here because we only do this for the other people on the other side of this. So thank I you kinda, so much. I kind of do it for myself too because I really enjoy it. Um, so ah, that, yeah, there but... you go. See, like Vincent, <laughs> Vincent, Vincent does it for himself. I'm it's a little bit selfish. It's a little bit selfish. I'm definitely here. It's a two-way stream. I like to say we all sure. benefit from this relationship. So 100. Thank you guys. We enjoyed delivering the news. We hope you guys That's enjoyed right. it, and we'll see you guys next week. I'll look different. Probably looking like James or something. I don't know. That's right, James the Imposter next week. Also, Luigi, 
phenomenal job today, my guy. Everybody, thank you, Luigi, for being on this podcast this week. That was awesome. Let's roll that outro. And Twitch, we will see you for the post show. See you in a bit. Let's do it.